the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to this 820 AM The Word broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. This is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Local Ministry Development for 820 AM The Word. I have a special guest and a special friend today that I know you will enjoy meeting. It's Dr. Victor Alinen. He is the the host, the, uh, the, pa- the pastor for Faithful Men Breakfast Club. Victor, welcome to Heart of the City today. Oh, Chuck, so good to be with you again. Buddy. Again. Well, it is good. We've known each other now for how many years? A gazillion. <laughs> <laughs> we first met in about 1992 or yep, 93. Yep, yep. You were pastoring at uh, the Foursquare Church in Muckleteo. Family Life Center. Family Life Center, uh, known at that time. Yep. And uh, and uh, my my bride and I, Joni, and uh, uh, Joni, my wife, and my kids, we attended uh, there back in Muckleteo. They're off Chenault Beach Road. So uh, I... I I have an opportunity to uh, to join you and a bunch of other guys on Saturdays, the first and third Saturday of each month, yep. for what you call Faithful Men's Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Right, and that's been going on for how long now? That's uh, This is the second year. God uh-huh. just quickened my heart again to touch men's lives. Um, when I left the ministry, I went into teaching. I was touching those high school kids and loved it, but God's brought me back to the dad's. That uh, that need to be touched just as much. Yeah, yeah, and so I have a chance to to join and have some pancakes and bacon at eight o'clock <laughs> on Saturday mornings, and uh, share with a bunch of guys and listen to your teaching, and then listen to guys who are accountable to each other and mm-hmm. and just have some honest, straightforward conversations about life, Amen. and love. And and uh, after the the last teaching that that you had. At the beginning of the year of 2020, uh, I said to you, Victor, I really need to get you on a heart of the city because I need you to share um, what the Lord had challenged you as far as a a vision for 2020. What does 2020 hold for me? Yes. We usually don't do teaching times on heart of the city. We do more testimonial. But you know what? I'm the host, so I get to do what Amen. I want to do. Amen. And this is a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. So here we go. <laughs> Launch into us as you were you sharing bet. about what does 2020 hold for me? Well, first of all, all the listeners need to realize that 2020 is a significant date. It's a, it's a new decade. It's a new year. And a lot of men, prophetic men uh, and women are speaking about how important 2020 vision is to really see God move and release the blessings that he has promised us um, in this new decade, this new year. And, and that's what I was really pondering, and I felt like uh, God gave me a clear vision of, uh, of a room full of pregnant people. I couldn't see if they were guys or gals, but, but they all had 
signs of what their expected due date was. And, and as I walked into this room, I saw one person holding a six-month and I just saw the glee of his face or her face. And, and then I saw one at nine months and said, boy, anticipation and hope. It was ringing from their personage in their face, just a joy of expectancy in their life. And as I turned, I saw another person with a three-year sign and a five-year, a 10-year. I even, Chuck, saw a 20-year due date. And I thought, Sweet Jesus, what? I mean, that's way past the promise of delivery. Right. And so Jeannie and I have a, a great prayer time every morning. And I said, honey, I saw this. What do you think this is? And immediately Jeannie says, honey, remember the person that was at the pool of Bethesda? Turn, turn to, to John 5, 1 through 7. And so we did that. We turned there, and we saw that uh, God, Jesus, is coming to, to this uh, incredible place. And it says that, uh, let's see, it says in verse, verse uh, 6, it says, When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he had already been there a long time. And hey, here were these pregnant folks. Three, seven, that is a long time wanting to birth something, but not having it come to pass. Well, God spoke to us and says, here is a guy for 38 years was laying by the pool, an invalid. And, uh, and Jesus says this, that he knew he had already been there because I believe that Jesus was coming for that man. I'm sure he walked in there and it's like he's looking around and the disciples say, well, what about that guy? Uh, nah, he's, he's only been here a few months. Well, well, Jesus, what about that guy? Uh, nah, that's a, that's a nine-monther. Well, what, what about that one? Well, that's getting closer. He's been here three years. That one? Seven years? Yep. How about that one? That's a 10-year person. And it's like, God, I could say Jesus saying, well, he's first runner-up. <laughs> and, and the 20-year? What about the 20-year? Yeah, that could be the one. But then he turns, he says, what about this one? The 38 years of being laying by the pool. And, and God says, that's the one. You see, Jesus knows, because he's looking for us that have been promised a vision, promised a call, promised a purpose in our life. But unfortunately, something has happened where it hasn't been birthed in our life. And what happens to those that have waited and waited and waited is that their face sinks, their hope sinks. There's no longer a belief that I can even birth anything. And what happens? They give up. Listen to me. This guy, Chuck, he didn't, he didn't roll away from the pool. He stayed at the pool. It's right. funny. He didn't, he didn't say, well, I quit this. It's not happening and left. He stayed there. And it's like, why do people in church, they come to church, they might have been given a word for their life to function and move and, and to release a calling and a purpose in their life, but they're struggling with seeing it not being birthed. And so what, what they do is they start giving up. They go to church. They go to church every day just like that man laid at that pool every day. They're saying, God is good. Thank you, Jesus. But if you could look 
through those words into their heart, you would see here's a man that is really missing what he was promised and hasn't been birthed yet. And and if you read the story, others around him had had received healing. Yes. Right. Yes. There had been. Uh, I don't know how that all happened. The the Bible talks about the, like an angel stirred the waters, and uh, the first person to get into the water got healed. Yes. I don't understand that, and we're not here to try to t- have people understand that. It was just the fact of what happened there at that pool. Yes, right. So he watched a whole bunch of other folks over the last 38 years get healed, and he didn't. Right. Yeah, and I could just see him. And that's why Jesus came up to him after he found him, and he says, do you really want to get healed? Do you want to get healed? And you know what? Here's what he said. Man, I've been trying I've really tried. He says, but every time when it was my turn, what I thought, it's like someone jumped right over me and jumped in and got the blessing, got the birthing of the promise. So, and I'm thinking, how many men are still saying, man, I, I've tried or hmm. I'm trying, but it's not coming to pass in their life. It, it's, it's amazing. They're saying, maybe this has been a waste of time. Amen? Yeah, it happens. It happens. Even even while they're seeing the the goodness of God, and they're with their mouths, they're saying that God is good, but yet they're not personally experiencing that 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 thing that was promised to them. Amen. You know, it's, so the question I had then was, how do how do we birth that which was promised back in the day in 2020? And that's when God really quickened to me in Matthew 11. Matthew 11, we see Jesus speaking to, uh, to his disciples about ex- what, what we need to be doing when he says, if you can speak to that mountain, you speak to that mountain, and you speak, you speak to it with, uh, with, uh, without doubt. It says, don't be doubting. Speak to the mountain, those unfulfilled promises that loom up in us. See, I believe... When Jesus said, if you speak to those mountains, whosoever speaks to those mountains, I believe those mountains are the are strongholds that we've put in our own lives or that demonic things have happened because of choices we've made. Mountains are real, but they have ears. They want to hear. They they God says, speak to that mountain. Why? They will move. If you don't have the doubt, but you have faith, believing that God's word is true. Can I read that for you? It's actually Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Mm. I love that text, and it's powerful text that we need to understand. You see, so many of us, because when it says speak, that word literally means to command, command the mountains, those strongholds, those unfulfilled promises that are still inside, that haven't been birthed, speak by commanding those things to move, to move. Like I said, they have ears, and they're waiting for you to speak, or whoever speaks, they'll respond to it. 
I'm thinking, however, that if we don't speak, those mountains will keep us stuck in our story. And, and so many men, they're not moving forward. They're on the track, but without gas, and they can't get on down the road, and they, they're locked up in their promise. So, Victor, let me ask you, uh, w- there might be someone that's listening today, and they're, th- they're thinking, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I've ever heard God promise something to me. What, what, are, those, what are some of those things that God has promised that you're saying are, are, that are, haven't come to fruition? What do you, what do you mean yeah, by that? Yeah, that's a great question, because God, what he wants to do today is to build up and release he wants to send people out, and he's got a call for all of us to fulfill. That's his principle. He gets us saved, but he anoints us to do more than that. He says, go into all the world and do something for the kingdom of God. Well, those are the callings of God that men have been given, but so many men don't know how to unlock that. They're stuck. Well, and, and that's for all people, all yes. men and all women. It's not for just the preacher to get Amen. called to the ministry. Yes. It, it's that the Lord wants to use all of us for mm-hmm. his plans and purposes, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes. That is, that's why he said, whoever, whomever, it's for all of us. We have mountains that are blocking, but we have got to get serious, especially this 2020, with a brand new vision for what God wants to do in us and with us. In his kingdom. So what are the principles? You, you talk about turn your mountain, uh, your opposition, into an opportunity. Yes. And the impossible will become possible. Talk to me about some of these principles. Perfect. The word decree is a very important word because it means this. It's an official order commanded by a legal authority. And when God saved us, he gave us an authority that's found in his blood and in the word of God. It's found in his name. Above all else, it resides. Our authority is, is something special because it's in Christ. We have got to be men that know how to decree. You have an authority, a legal authority, because you're a born-again, blood-bought believer. And God wants to release you to start commanding. See, we pray Say, God, take a mountain away. And that's, you know, that's good. But that's not what God's asking. He's already paid the price. He's already bought that mountain. And he's asking us to decree you're a legal authority. Make an official order to happen to that mountain that's been blocking you. The fact is, in Ephesians 2, 5 and 6, it says we are seated with him in heavenly places. We can decree because we are officially in a place of authority found in Christ Jesus. We have got to make sure we understand, I said it before, mountains have ears, and they're waiting for a command from you. We've got to make sure that we realize we are armed and dangerous. Uh, And I love it out of Isaiah 52, um, 1 and 2. It says, wake up, wake up. Man, 2020 is a wake-up time. Wake up, and it says, dust off, shake yourself, and dust off that which has been clinging to you. Take the noose off of your neck 
as you stand in readiness. What a great scripture for us knowing that, wait a minute, this year we are armed. Some of us are, but are we dangerous? Are we dangerous? That's true. Well, you're listening to Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Local Ministry Development. My guest today is Dr. Vic Alinen, and uh, Vic uh, heads Faithful Men Breakfast Club that meets every Saturday, uh, the first and third Saturday of the month uh, in Muckleteo. And uh, Victor, how does this work out practically? Tell me, tell me uh, a story or two about some men that you've dealt with that that you've been able to see them take a hold of this vision and begin to take authority in their lives. And how does that work out practically in their lives? Mm. That's funny. Um, I get uh, I get several with my email address and my phone number. Guys from Snohomish County have been calling about this message and the the past few messages that have been so impactive in their lives. One guy calls me and he says, Vic, he says, I I haven't been in a men's accountability group forever. And he says, I came one time to your group and he says, it changed my life. I saw for the first time, it was like blinders went off my eyes. I saw where I was today and where I really needed to be. And uh, listen, the key for us is to understand we can come to a place where we need to learn how to ask for forgiveness, repent. And that comes with a confession that, Jesus, I need you. I see where I am. It's not where I want to be. It's not where you spoke, promised me that I would be. But for some reason, I've stopped. This man came over, bowed his knees, and started to pray. And as he started to pray, tears started rolling down his cheeks about, God, I can have a do-over, hmm. a new beginning. And I've seen that happen the last several years, two years, numerous times in men's life as they've learned to build an altar again, an altar that's been broke down, but they're restoring that altar to come and bow their knees and ask God to forgive them. Well, and that's the, that's the wonder. You know, Victor, as I look back at uh, what was happening in the 80s and 90s with the Promise Keepers movement, Correct. and there were some, some, some powerful things that happened during that time with mm. Coach McCartney and, and a lot of great speakers. That movement, um, uh, uh, there was a season for there that movement that, that happened, and it was a, it was a good and, and righteous thing that happened. But it seems like in the last 15 years that, that the, the idea of men's ministry has kind of dwindled a little bit, but yes. yet I'm starting to see this thing kind of rising back up again. Mm-hmm. It truly is, it isn't is. it? Yes. And it's, and it's important because, uh, because of the feminization of our culture and, mm-hmm. and, and men mm-hmm. sometimes are put down into a, a level where they don't necessarily feel empowered to do anything. Amen. Right. Right? Right. And so being able to to understand what their position is in Christ, yes. what the Word has done in their life, mm-hmm. how you can begin to apply these principles that you're sharing with men can release them into a, yes. a new vision, yes. can it? Yes, it's so important. You see, men need to learn how to listen to God again. And, and what happens, and I shared this with our guys, you might remember this, I said, we're all good 
hearers, but we're not good listeners. So to hear God's voice, we have to learn to listen. The problem is we let our wives do the listening for us. Mm -hmm. And God's reeling us back in and says, I can speak to you as well as I can speak to your wife. Listen well, my friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that that takes some some practice and some coaching. One of the things that you do, you're and I've mentioned this to you. You're a good teacher. You're also a great coach. Amen. You yep. you coach golf. You you coach state champions state last champions year. Champions at Kamiak last year. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you. And so, in part of the teaching ministry that you have, you're also uh, you're also a coach. So you're also standing alongside okay. men and encouraging them to to. A coach can't go out and play the game himself. He's got to help coach people along to play the game, Amen. right? Amen. And so, and so, as a teacher and as a coach, you're helping to to encourage and uplift men, inspire to get them into the game. I do. I, I'm a mentor, and uh, and I, I come along and I encourage. And I touch the lives of men. So important for yeah. me to be a part of that. And, and that's why, listen, if, if there's men out there, Chuck, that really want to be a part of something unique and special that is life-changing, they can call me at 425-308-8449 or email me at victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, Alinen, A-L-I-N-E-N, at msn.com. And talk with me. I would, I, I'm a responder. I get right back to you, encouraging you to be the man of God that you've been promised, but it hasn't been birthed yet. It's coming. Yeah. You've been doing uh, some of these teachings as well over on the other side of the mountains. I have. I have. I, God's asked me to touch men in eastern Washington. And so I've got a Faithful Men Breakfast Club uh, for Lincoln County, Davenport, which is in this county seat. In Lincoln, we have about 40 men that are coming out, and, uh, and we're going after 100 mm-hmm. that God uh, would just explode the churches. Great men create great churches, yeah. and, and so my job is to do the best I can to encourage men to step up and birth the promise that God has put in their hearts. Well, I uh, can I give my kind of my personal endorsement, uh, v- yes, sir. Victor. You, you you do that, and and uh, you you're able to articulate those things in a powerful way and encourage men. And the thing that I appreciate about it is um, those that are willing, the men that are willing, will open up, and you'll hear some incredible stories and some deep honesty in yes. men's life. And yes. I think that's what men need. Amen. You know, th- they need a safe place where they can go, share with other men, um, and, and be able to be open and honest about their struggles and their needs. And in, in, in that, uh, with a powerful word delivered to them, uh, c- can begin to grow in grace Amen. again, again. And so we've got uh, just a, a, a minute, minute and a half left here, Victor. And uh, if you want to hear this uh, broadcast again, uh, the podcasts are always available on uh, Heart of the City podcast. And uh, you can go to the wordseattle.com. Click on the uh, local program page, and uh, when you see that, you'll see my smiling face. And uh, click on uh, Heart of the City, and uh, uh, this uh, this broadcast will be available. So you can download or share with someone else as well. 
So just in the in the final moments here, Victor, one final word of encouragement to the men and to the women that are listening today. Listen, we've all been promised certain something. God's asking us, let this year be a year of birthing that which has been promised. We, some of us, some of us have been stuck in a long time, but God says, trust me without doubting and not just lay by a pool, but find living water to release you in Jesus' name. And he'll do that, won't he? He sure will. Well, thank you for joining me today. It's Dr. Vic Alinen with Faithful Men Breakfast Club. If you need to get a hold of, of uh, Vic, you can go to Victor Alinen. That's V-I-C-T-O-R-A-L-I-N-E-N at msn.com. You can uh, contact him there. And uh, Victor, I'll get right back to you. Amen. Lord bless you. Thank you. You've been listening to this 820 AM, the word special heart of the city. For more information on how your pastor or your ministry can be featured on 820 AM, the word, call Chuck Olmstead, 206-269-6216, or go to thewordseattle.com.